Parents, welcome to another episode of The Journey, a podcast intended to educate, equip, and entertain you as we talk about important issues facing our families. PCA is a Christ-centered, biblically-based, and family-focused community of committed believers doing life together. We hope the information you hear on this podcast informs and inspires you to be a better parent. Welcome to The Journey. All right, parents, welcome back to The Journey. I've got Andy Pearson from uh, over at Prestonwood uh, Baptist Church. And um, Andy, tell me what your title is over there. Well, I have a, a long title, which really doesn't mean a whole lot other than I'm ADHD and, and can do a lot of different things. <laughs> okay, so, so I'm, I'm ADD, so this will be great. Yeah, so I just have <laughs> so, the hyperactivity yeah. portion. So we, we probably need to give parents an outline of where we're supposed to go <laughs> yeah. so that when we don't get there, they'll be like, okay, so this is what they wanted to talk about, but yeah. But we never got they, there. Yeah, the squirrel went that way and yeah. both of them followed. But it'll be fun. Okay, so start with the title. Yeah, so my title is I'm the director of Next Gen Choirs and Creative Arts at Prestonwood. So I have the cool job of overseeing our high school down to kids' choirs, both campuses, and then anything over a normal Sunday, whether it be Easter or the gift of Christmas, um, I get to creatively be involved and, and help uh, serve on those teams. Okay, so a couple things just kind of come to mind when I think about that. One, I grew up in a, a smaller church in Wisconsin, right, where um, we didn't have Southern Baptist, by the way. <laughs> um, but it, we, we didn't have anything kind of creative. And so that whole idea of bringing all that creative juice into the church to me is fascinating. I love it. It amazes me, right? I mean, you know, when I went to my first GOC and I was just like, like, this looks like Broadway. I mean, it's amazing how you can take so many talented people and use that to share the message of Christ in a way that just not only entertains, but also draws me into a story that I'm like, oh my goodness, this is so amazing. So that, that amazed me, right? But then the other part of it is just how do you, like, what's your background to get you to this particular place where you can do that? So I'm kind of, kind of want to know both, right? Let's start with the background. Okay. No, that's great. So I actually am a product of Prestonwood. I grew up here in our, in Richardson, went to Prestonwood as a kid, Hillcrest in Arapahoe, was in Sandra Saunders um, Kids oh. Ministry, T. Bob Davis was my choir director. Yeah, I did, I did all the things back in Love. the day. T-Bob. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He could sit down and just start playing. And such a character. Oh, he's such a character. Yeah. So grew up. That takes me back. Yeah. (laughs) So old school. Every time I see uh, Sandra walking through the hallway, it's always big hug. Yes. And and so grew up at Prestonwood in the day, uh, way back in the day. And then my family actually moved to Branson, Missouri. So when I got to high school, um, I actually uh, did an internship program through our high school that let me get out of school early. And so I would go to high school like a normal kid, and then at 2 o'clock would get out. I would do a 3 o'clock and an 8 o'clock show, two-hour production show in Branson, six days a week, 10 months out of the year. So as a freshman in high school, I was doing 500 shows a year, performing in them and going to school full-time. And like, what do you mean by performing? So singing and dancing. So it, as a for, high school kid, as a high school kid, no way. And again, I was in the productions at Prestonwood way back in the day. And my parents in the second grade, I took dance, t-ball, um, soccer, gymnastics. I think they were just trying to tire me out. Yeah. Again, that H in the ADHD. <laughs> and so I did all these things, uh, not ever thinking that 
I would ever use them or God could use them. Right. And uh, got to Branson, and my brother and I got cast into shows. It wasn't something that we were looking to do. Right. Um, but just word of mouth, hey, we're looking for somebody to do this. And and so, funny enough, Mike and Deanne Meese, so Lauren and Audrey, who are yes. uh, you know, alumni now of Prestonwood, uh, their grandparents uh, – were in Bible fellowship with my parents back at Prestwood back in the day. He uh, produced The Promise uh, in Glen Rose and then all around the country, and they had a show in Branson. And so we got plugged in no way. to doing shows. So all through high school, I did that. It's a small world. Yeah. So uh, love the Mises. Uh, yeah. And so junior year started choreographing uh, shows for the theme park and around town. Junior year, like high school? Junior year of high school. Again, never set out to do this. This was just by networking. The, the world is small there. The network is small there. Sure. So as soon as you got to know people, they're like, hey, we need help on this. Can yeah. you do this? So I started doing that. Senior year, started producing shows. I had one on what they call the Strip, Highway 76, and then I would produce for Civil Art City. And I would do Young Christians Weekend. Every six weeks, they change all their shows over. So they would hand me a cast, and we want to do a 50 show. Here's your 12 performers. Here's your vocal coach. And and you would create the show and produce it from start to finish. So, so, so you literally have been doing this for over 20 years, and you're only 40 years old. Correct. So That's crazy. For uh, quite a while. <laughs> and again, none of this, I never thought this was real life. This sure, was something sure. that was fun. Yeah, yeah. And was doing it in high school, making money, yep. um, and having a blast doing it. Uh, graduated high school and Prestonwood called and Mike Meese, uh, Prestonwood had moved from Hillcrest to our current location and Mike was going to be the creative director and he needed a choreographer. So he called me into his office and was, Hey, would you be interested in doing this? So in 2001, I had just graduated high school, had just turned 19 years old. I came down and I would fly down on the weekends. Uh, every Sunday I would leave, fly out of Branson, come here, would work a full day, Monday morning, fly back, do shows all week. And so first year, uh, I came in to do what was DCF, is now GOC. Yep. And I remember at the end of one of the last performances, I was standing on the back wall by, by the soundboard and just blown away. Couldn't believe that God could use any of this, any, any gifting that I had to be a part of such an incredible performance. But, you know, yeah. to, to tell people about his kingdom and his son and just... You know, it was just incredible. So that was my background. I did shows, and it took me three or four years to wrap my head around what you were talking about. What does a creative arts guy do at a Baptist church? That's not like growing up to be a doctor or a lawyer or a firefighter or a teacher. It just wasn't a normal job position. And so it took me several years. Um, Purpose Driven Life had come out. I had read through that and, you know, was just really, okay, God, what's the next chapter for me? And so I remember I was on mission trip with Rick Briscoe. Uh, in Cindy Nine, we were in Hawaii. Actually, took the student choir to Hawaii. Sorry, kids, we're not going to Hawaii. Um, uh, but we had, part- had to throw it out. Yeah, there. had to yeah. throw it out there. Anytime yeah. I mentioned it, the kids were like, "What?" <laughs> um, but we had partnered with uh, Greg Laurie and Harvest Crusade, yeah. and so we were out in Hawaii. And I remember we were at a Chili's, and I said, "Okay, guys, I'm ready. I, I, I still don't understand what this looks like, but it is so evident to me that this is where God wants me." Yeah. And seeing these kids serve. Um, and worship and use their gifts uh, for the kingdom just blew me away. I didn't, I wasn't exposed to that uh, in my teenage years and, um, you know, had done choir tours and, um, but we moved away from Prestonwood. So I didn't grow up in the student choir world at Prestonwood back in the day. So um, I knew this is where I was going to be. Um, so a couple months later on staff, and this will be my 18th year on staff, 22nd Christmas with Prestonwood. Um, 
You know, and I remember, for those that remember Dan Novak, it yeah. wasn't until he passed away, I was uh, one of the first phone calls for a couple of his kids, mm. and going to the hospital and driving home, uh, I just wept the whole way home, and I realized that, you know, the arts, what we do here is is all a hook. It's getting kids in so that they understand who Jesus is, they build relationships, um, it's for that foundation, and then I understood, okay, that's why that's why I'm here. I get to use this as an avenue or a vehicle to build those relationships and tell people about Christ. And it's not just a hook for our kids coming in to give them something that's interesting to do and be able to tell the story. You use it as a hook to take them out into the community and go all over the world and and do the same thing, right? Kind of hook other people to come in and see these particular shows, which I mean, I love. I think that's an amazing thing that you do. Um, you know, these choir mission trips. It's We're fun. Literally taking a hundred something kids. You know, to I guess this summer you just did Denver, and before that you did Miami, and then um, you do an international one every four years. So yep. I mean, you know, and my kids have been able yep. to go on these things, and I'm like, you have got to be kidding. There's there's no way that they. They take and set up an entire stage and do these performances, but you do. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, just like you said, we, we get to go to all these great locations, um, you know, and we bring our stage, sound equipment. The kids, they we design the show so it starts off secular. It draws people in, yeah. and all of a sudden 200 more kids jump up onto the loft, and they start singing and dancing and telling people about Jesus. Yeah. I, I look back. Okay, me, Andy Pearson, as a 14-, 15-, 16-year-old, would I have had the courage to do that? And then to walk off that stage, engage in a conversation, start praying with people, leading people to Christ. Yes. I, I don't know that I would have had Pretty that boldness, cool. but watching these kids do it. They do it. It's incredible. I yes. love that that's, that's the atmosphere that's created. And, and man, they go for it. So, yeah, and, and crazy places, like you said. Um, we did England, Scotland before. We've gone to Brazil. We've gone to Hawaii. We've gone all over the place. So it's really, really an awesome experience. Yeah. Now, the reason we're chatting uh, is not just about that summer choir mission opportunity. But leading up to it in the fall, you have kind of a fundraiser for that, and we call it Fall Follies. So explain that to our parents. Yeah, so Fall Follies started uh, about 17 years ago uh, when Rick was doing student choir, and uh, we were looking for a way for our kids to serve and to start talking about missions and mission trip Mm -hmm. before the spring semester. And so um, we came up with the idea to start Fall Follies, which is a secular show, um, but it raises money towards missions, toward the the spring and summer mission trips. And, And so... Uh, every year we do this, and it's when we introduce where we're going the next year. Registration starts then. So yes. it's just a great catalyst because mission trip really is the goal for the student choir. Right. We, yep. The way that we build our entire year, we have Follies in the Fall, uh, GOC. We lead worship several times throughout the year. But it's really getting these kids the relationships and the equity and the whole year builds to mission trip. But Follies is amazing. It's a two-hour show. Yes. Um, and the kids get to sing and dance. And it really – you do not have to be a talented kid to be a part of it, while we do have some incredibly talented kids. Okay, so I was, I was thinking about that. Well, one, so my, my kids have, have realized that there's a place in Follies and Choir Mission um, for the kid who doesn't have talent but has a lot of energy. <laughs> That's a great way yeah. of putting so, it. So we, yeah. we, we love that. But I've also been thinking, you know, I've been to a lot of the Fall Follies, um, and you have had some crazy talented people. I mean, I'm, I'm looking back, and I'm going, oh, my goodness. Like, I mean, you had, um, you know, both the Clark girls. Yeah. Um, who else? I mean, you had Molly Claire. Molly Cl- um, who else You know, you, you have the Emily Inmans of the world. Emily Stephen Inman, Semang, who's on staff Courtney. now. Oh, yeah. You start yes. looking. John Mark Coles back in the day. Like, you had some incredible kids that have come through. 
who are now leading Nikki Nikki Chinoweth, you know, and sh- leading oh worship goodness, yes. at different churches oh. and still using those gifts. So, yep. yeah, definitely some incredible kids. There's some some classes that graduate, and I think, okay, <laughs> how are we going to do this next never year? Never going to be able yeah. to replace them, oh, right? And okay, then, yeah. yeah. And then and, somebody else comes in, you're like, wow. And then, and then you, you get this little seventh-grade kid that walks in the door yes. that blows you away, yep. and you, you know. So it really is cool, but I love that our kids are just passion. Like you said, passion yeah. is yep. what I'm looking for. And Give the me mo- the energy. When you have the energy and you have the passion, we can teach the dance steps. We can create the moment, um, and we'll work together on that. But when they come in with passion, uh, I love it. Yeah. Love it, love it, love so it. So good. So if, uh, let's say a parent's sitting here thinking, okay, fathers don't know anything about it. Um, how, does, how do I get my kid involved? What ages are we talking about? And then when does it actually happen? Because like, I know tryouts for fathers have to be coming up soon. Yeah, so tryouts um, are August 28th, uh, video tryout for vocal audition. Dance will be right after. So choir will kick off on Sunday the 28th. And then auditions will be later that day. Uh, and you can go to PrestonwoodStudentWorship.org to read about all of it. Awesome. Um, and all the details that you need. But basically, just show up, and we're going to teach you everything. We'll get you through the process. But the great thing about Follies is it's such an incredible way to meet people. Mm. So you'll do all of this, and then after Labor Day, auditions go out, four Sundays of rehearsals. And then Follies is going to be uh, October 15th and 16th. Right. That weekend we do two, two shows. Two Saturdays on right? – yeah. two shows on Saturday, two and on two Sunday. two on Sunday. Yep. Uh, and so uh, it really is just trial by fire. You get in there. You're going to meet great kids. You're going to be uh, – put in different dance casts or vocal casts. Um, and there's ways to just be in the choir. Yeah. You don't have to audition to be a part of Follies. Um, but if you want to specialty part, you can. And so um, it's just a great way to get to meet these kids, get involved. You know, we have a media team that students are a part of, backstage crew that students are a part of, hair and makeup. So even if, if your student is not artistically inclined to sing and dance, but sure. loves but they tech, love media, yep. love, want to yep. be involved, Place for we have them. a place for them. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. So um, you, you talked about that whole idea of, like, how, how does this work at a Southern Baptist church, right? Yes. <laughs> we call it choreography. We call it movement. Yeah, it's not love, really yeah. dancing. You, it's just movement. Do you remember that? Like, when you started, I mean, th- you still couldn't dance at Baylor. Oh, Right. Yeah, I mean, no. the, yeah, right. That whole that whole thing. So it's it's fun how you've kind of been able to work around it. Now I think we're at the point where it's like, okay, I think dancing's yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. But, but it is an amazing thing how you've taken um, these particular skill sets and used them to advance the gospel, right? Which is the whole point in the mission is go out and make disciples, right? And you know, and teaching them mm-hmm. all that I've you know t- you know taught you. And, and you've done that, not only to invest in the kids that we have here, right, but to be able to share the message in a fun and engaging way so that other people are saying, hey, what, what's that? I want to pay attention to it. I, I love that. So, you know, GOC, for example, Gift mm-hmm. of Christmas, uh, that was a big passion six or seven years ago uh, when we condensed the show from two acts down to 90 minutes. And I really wanted to make the storyline arc for a non-believer. Yeah. Um, you know, in this world, we understand you know, who Christ was and the importance of his birth and, and, and all of that. Um, but for so many people, they just think of it as Santa Claus right. or this is a story that I've been told. And so uh, we got uh, very detailed in having somebody that in the act two, a uh, virtual narrator, who then started explaining the why and the importance behind and, and why Christ was needed. And, you know, 2,000 years ago, he split time, but the need 2,000 years ago for the Savior is still the same need that we have today. So getting to use art to visually show all of that, you know, it's different than sitting and listening, but being able to experience it, be in the room uh, for visual learners to get to see that, um, it really became a pointed 
arc in the in the story of the show to make sure that we set up the why and then show um, who Christ is, how he came, and why that's important to us today. Yeah. And so, and this is such a visual generation. Um, you know, that, so that this is something so that really does hook them and connect with them, right? I mean, they're, they're watching TikTok videos and dances all the time. So to be able to do something that's similar to what they see the world doing, but to be able to put a different narrative to it and to be able to talk about Christ and use that to bring him in is such an ingenious thing to do. Well, so great. And for the church to be at the forefront. Yes. It's not that we're 20 years behind exactly. trying to catch up. Yeah. I, I love that at Prestonwood and Student Choir and everything that we do really here, we're, we're always asking ourselves, okay, how do we how do we move the ball forward yeah. and and what does it look like if we try this and have we thought about this way? And, you know, it's hard sometimes to experiment and try things, but I'll tell you, our pastor is so behind everything we do and just so blessed that uh, we don't shy away from the arts or visual arts, um, music that it's, you know, we're a church that's all in and they believe in the next generation and in the investment in our students. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it's not, okay. So it's not surprising um, but, um, you know, I know, uh, you know, Redeemer Prez up in New York, right, where, mm-hmm. you know, something like half their church was involved in the arts. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, it, so that, yeah. makes, that makes sense. But we're in Dallas, Texas, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're, we're the yeah. buckle of the Bible Belt. You know? yeah. And if, you know, if you're in a Southern Baptist church, maybe it's, it's not surprising, but it is kind of unique, I think, um, to realize that so much of what you do seems to be cutting edge um, and, and kind of would be like, wow, they really do that at Prestonwood. And you guys not only really do it, but you really, really do it with excellence and you really, really do it so well. And the kids love it. I mean, I think it's one of the things when uh, I was telling you this earlier, when, when parents, you know, come to PCA as families and I say, hey, we're going to go to church. And, you know, we start talking about different churches or whatever. And I'm like, hey, you need to need to check out Prestonwood. And not only because of the great Bible teaching and the great, you know, Bible fellowship ministry and all the different things, life groups and everything. I was like, your kids need to check out the choir mission program. <laughs> yep. And they're always like, yep. really? And I was like, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be blown away, right? And your kids can get plugged in. And there's so many young kids that we've kind of plugged into your particular ministry. And they're just, it's an amazing um, just opportunity. So, what, you know, whether your kids are involved in, you know, athletics or arts or different things or whatever, this is a great opportunity for all kids. Uh, and I know some of the, you know, some of the kids that you've got up on the stage, um, are some of the big athletes that we have, yeah, and, no. you know, and there's a role for them, right? They're, I see, I see Luke McGarry up there, <laughs> oh, yeah. right? And he's he's singing and dancing and having a great time with him. And I've got my Campbell up there, and all these kids up there. I mean, Bennett Seal, Bennett you know, goes, goes from pitching a right state championship <laughs> baseball game to being up on your choir mission. So yeah, it's, rapping it's and a, singing, yeah, yeah it's uh, an amazing thing. It really is, and like you said, it's unlikely here when you think of Dallas Fort Worth yeah. and you think of you know sports bible belt deep south it just isn't normal you would right. expect this in an LA or a New York um, yeah. that's more arts driven um but it is such a unique uh, blend here like you said you know we have we have athletic we have um we have artsy kids we have homeschool kids we have kids from all different walks of life all different giftings, mm-hmm. all different backgrounds. Um but again it's the gospel that unites. Yes. It's the the uh, pursuit um to love people, um, and again, using arts as the hook, and two, people love music. Yes. Music's fun. It doesn't yeah. matter who you are. Um, you've got your favorite singer or artist or band, and so getting to use that as a hook um, 
it's just it is cool. Yeah. Now, hey, real quick, in Follies, one of the things you said, um, it's kind of a, it's a secular presentation, correct? Um, but there's there's like a rotation, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes. Right. Um, what what are we on this year, and kind of what's that rotation look like as you move forward? So we have a four year rotation um, where we hit either Broadway music or American music, or we'll do Radio Top Forty, or we'll do music from movies. Uh, this year's theme is a Broadway theme. Okay, that's great. Um, we've got Newsies coming. Uh, are we doing Wicked again? Uh, there may. Maybe, maybe. Okay. Oh, Dear oh. Evan, Evan Hansen, Les Mis, Mary Poppins, Grease. There's all kinds of different. You know, you know Les Mis is by far my favorite. <laughs> okay, I heard that actually. Oh, my goodness. I cried. Parker was yeah, telling it's, me. It's, it's, the... it's, yeah, my kids actually, they think it's funny and embarrassing at the same time. <laughs> um, but I, so I was at Indiana University. Okay, yeah. Um, and yep. Les Mis came through. Okay, because um, half of the orchestra pit graduated from IU School of Music. Yeah, an amazing school. Right. Something, yeah. something happened, right? And they, they were up in Chicago, and they said, hey, can we come down and play? And I went in, um, and I bought out the first two rows, five, $5 oh for a student pit ticket. Okay. I bought out the first two rows. I sat literally in the front row. It's the first time I'd see Les Mis, right, as a, um, as a sophomore in college. Um, and I cried through the whole thing. I'd never seen anything that amazing. The music, the story. The story, the music. Oh, right. Now, I went on right. to read Victor Hugo's, right, Les Rob the book. And yep. it's such an incredible book, right? The book's even better than the music or the, the movie and the musical. But that's an amazing thing. I got to see it on Broadway. That's incredible. Which is amazing. So when you guys do it, right, I'll be sitting right there. Okay. And I'll just be a puddle of tears. We'll get you the two front rows again, <laughs> and you can sit there. We'll have some tissues ready to now, go. You can, you can buy tickets um, to Follies. Yes. How, how does a parent do that? So, again, PrestwoodStudentWorship.org, or you can follow us at Student Worship at Instagram, uh, Twitter. Awesome. and uh, normally I'll get all the... those and put them in the show notes for you. Perfect. Perfect. And then um, end of September, tickets go on sale about three weeks before the performance. Okay. So uh, I don't remember the date exactly off the end, top of my head, but September 20th, let's we'll, just say, we'll in yep. that ballpark. Yep. And uh, three weeks, you can hop on, um, buy your tickets. They're $20 a piece. Again, they go to fund the student, uh, so student cool. choir trip. And help the student cost on the trip. So, yeah. and you, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna see if you go, you're gonna see some incredibly talented kids. Um, you're gonna see a couple energetic, Connecticut, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Connecticut kids up there. Yeah, there'll, be, there'll be quite a few. Yeah, they'll be in energetic that and things like that. Um, but you're, it's it's such a great experience. And then you're gonna walk away and you're gonna think. Not only was that a great experience, but it's amazing because it got a bunch of kids to come here and be part of a church environment and activity that might not have come. And they're going to take this right in the summer and they're going to take it to some place. Now you're going to release where you're going to go there. Yeah, so, so we're, talk so about we're it. a couple months from, from <laughs> releasing, but we're excited. It, it may it may be a bigger year for high school. Really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, we don't want to give it away. You can't give it away. All, all we do know is it's not Hawaii. Yes, it's not Hawaii. Again, sorry about that. <laughs> sorry about that. Um, maybe family vacation can work out there for I you. Love it. Now, yeah. now, the other thing is um, because you go on so many of these trips and coordinate it, um, I think PCA is looking at you actually leading a mini-master team as well. Yes. Is that so, something that so, we can talk about? Yeah, or? so first time, uh, again, have done trips on the church side, junior high and high school mission trips mm-hmm. for like, all these years. Um, but I am excited. This year going to be uh, – was asked to be a part of the mini-master trip to Greece. Ooh. Yes, so um, we'll be leading a team out there Greece the February. country. Greece not the Greece country. The, yeah, not the, the musical. musical. Okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't uh, know if there was yeah. like, Go Greece – Athens. So, uh, yeah, so we're going to be heading to Athens uh, and serving in a graffiti church in in Athens and um, potentially some refugee ministry. A lot of the Syrian refugee camps are vacant, and so they started um, 
having Ukrainians come and stay in the camps since they had the infrastructure. So um, we're looking at partnering with them yeah. uh, while we're there. So, Well, from a PCA perspective, we're super glad um, that you and Lauren are PCA parents. Yes. Tell us a little bit about that real quick before we go. Oh, we love our, our, our PCA family. Uh, we have a little boy, Beckett, eight uh-huh. years old, in Mrs. Anderson's class. Shout out to Andersonville. Yes. Uh, matter of fact, today he's running for mayor. So we'll see. Wow. Um, yeah, it's oh, a big deal. Oh yeah, that's poster board deal. is yeah. done, speech is written, we're ready to go. Um, but we love PCA. He's been there since pre-K three, mm. um, all the way through, and uh, just love the family, and and we're super involved, and and love it that way. I love it. That's yeah. so good. Yeah, very good. Well, Andy, I appreciate your time. I appreciate what you do, um, using the gifts and talents and, and experience that God has given you. Uh, to bring something that is super exciting for our kids. It's it's so well done. Um, but you, as you said, right, the gospel is at the heart of everything you everything, do. Yes. And, I, and I just I just love it. So. Man, thank you, Dan, for having me. This has been so much fun and, and great getting to, to chat and catch yeah. up. Awesome. Thanks, Andy. Thank you for investing the time to listen to this episode of The Journey. Please take a minute to share with friends and family who will also benefit from this valuable resource. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcast app. It is truly our blessing and honor to walk with you on The Journey.